0: Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Plastic, a bill, pay, and working capital tool for direct-to-consumer brands. Now, that's Plastic, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q.com. Plastic helps e-commerce entrepreneurs and growing brands pay for the inventory and advertising expenses they have with a credit card or short-term financing options. Businesses can even pay rent, payroll, and their FedEx costs with Plastic, earning credit card rewards and preserving cash for a healthier balance sheet. You can learn more about Plastic at www.plastic.com, P-L-A-S-T-I-Q. Our guest today is Kelly Brosna, State Director of the New Jersey Small Business Development Centers and someone who's been helping small business owners find opportunities for almost three decades. Today, Kelly and I will discuss where business owners can look for opportunities in 2022. With that, I want to welcome to the Small Business Edge podcast, Kelly Brosna. Hello, Kelly.
1: Hey Brian, thanks for having me. And man, with the intro with three decades, it makes me sound really old.
0: No, no, no. You're right where you should be in terms of helping small business owners.
1: <laughs> that cruising lane, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Nice. That's that's right next to Easy Street.
1: There you go.
0: <laughs> so the fun thing is if, if you're listening to this and, and you know Kelly or me at all, you know that we also have another podcast that we do together, the not so small business podcast which is part of the NJSBDC program. And you can find that on njsbdc.com. And I love that, Kelly. We have a lot of fun over there, but I appreciate you coming in my neck of the woods these days.
1: No, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Absolutely. And and the good news is today we get to talk about uh, good news, good opportunities. You know, it's been hard for the last couple of years for small business owners. And the NJSBDC has done an incredible job helping business owners navigate the pandemic. You know, it's well-documented. The, the financial programs you've had helping them with, uh, you know, PPP or Idle, or, you know, you have your capital team that helps out. You also have some of the best centers in the country that are bilingual, that are all over the state, that help businesses of all sizes in the SMB space. Um, so I applaud you and your team for all of the work that you've done.
1: Thank you. And we have so many good things coming our way. And this is a great opportunity for us to talk about the positive things, because everybody always talks about the negative, right? It's like the pandemic and this and the shutdowns and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it's nice to actually be doing something on the positive note of things. And there are so many good things to look forward to.
0: Well, let's start then. Let's talk about what, what are some of the opportunities that are available to business owners this year, you know, as we kind of gear up for uh, the second half of the year, as we kind of enter, you know, into that stretch uh, between first and second half.
1: Sure. So, there are two sides of the, the equation here. There's the pre-business option that you can look at and we can we can touch on that there's also the businesses that are that are in business in the mm-hmm. opportunities that are there so I'm going to talk about people that are not in business just yet. Right now it's phenomenal the timing is just right with looking at the gaps of what is needed for the communities to to for the businesses to fill in. So so many and you know i'm going to say one little negative thing there there were a lot of businesses that didn't make it through the pandemic yeah, but what yeah. that did is it also provided an opportunity for for businesses to go in to fill in those gaps service industry for example there's mm-hmm. a ton of opportunities for businesses to touch on the service industry so whether it is Retail, whether it's restaurants, whether it, whether it's a, there's a plethora of opportunities there. With that, and I'm and I'm talking pre-business right now. With mm-hmm. that, there's also grants in funding that are available. NJEDA has a lot of opportunities for businesses to access capital. Um, and I'm, and I was hated saying the G word, right? Because it's like, oh, there's nothing that's free out there. Well, guess what? There are grants that are out there. Some of them go in the form of, of you have to apply for them. There are loans, and then you have to apply for an application for forgiveness, but the forgiveness is there. You just have to take the time to do that. So, but there's also other sides of it when you're looking at STEM And, and I just did a presentation on, on, on STEM today, women in STEM people of color in STEM, there is such a gap. Procurement. There are so much needs out there for businesses to go in to get their certification of a small minority, women-owned, veteran-owned, service-disabled, veteran-owned business. There are so many opportunities that are people willing to take the time to get these certifications. It opens up doors that you never could imagine that were available to you in contract opportunities. So, So there's the service industry and filling in those gaps. And again, Mm -hmm. I'm talking pre-business. But there's also the opportunities. Take the time, get your certifications, go through all of that, do your work. And that's where the SBDC comes into play. We can help you migrate through all of these sort of um, uh, ebbs and flows of paperwork and figuring it out and and what's the next steps for people to take. So that's on the pre-business side of that. So Mm -hmm. let's talk... Existing wow. businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, existing, but in, and by the way, when we talk about COVID and all that, for every business that shut down, we were helping one to two people start up businesses wise, starting up. So, there was a really was something bad. I always think there's always a, a you know, silver lining that's there that are, that are, opens up. And again, we had people expanding during the pandemic, you know, of restaurants that were expanding. And you never thought that that was going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So on the existing side of businesses, again, I go back into the certification side of things. There's so many opportunities there. But there are lots of programs that are available for existing businesses to tap into on funding as well as opportunities within the realm of state government, federal government, as well as local government. And, so, and
0: hold on. A minute. So these opportunities and, still exist. You know, and we know they were there during 2020 and 2021. When, you know, the stimulus programs were in full swing where I also know that like programs like Idle kind of, you know, were sunsetted. Right. I mean, the Mm -hmm. for, for the pandemic period and the grants, but there are still opportunities to tap into loan programs and grant programs for existing companies.
1: Yeah. And so NJEDA is actually, for example, daycare providers. They just reintroduced a new grant program that's coming out that is going to be for facility upgrades. You know, so there's always opportunities for businesses and to stay tuned. The the state of New Jersey, they're trying to create new programs. Not all of them are going to be grants, but some of them are low interest. Some of them are zero interest. You know, uh-huh. you just got you have to look into what is there and available. Everybody's like, I don't want to take a loan out. I want grants. That's all fine and good. But the reality is, is some of those small grants, like I don't PPP were smaller dollar amounts, right? So, yeah. you know, yeah, have to have a heck of a lot of PPP in order to make up, you know, it's not going to, it might be a band aid, but it's not going to get you over that hump. Right, so right. there are opportunities that were 0% interest or, Low interest, or it's a loan. But you, as I mentioned earlier, you can you can apply for forgiveness, and those opportunities are there. So, and what I will say is that we put together. You mentioned the capital team earlier. We put together our capital team to help businesses to access capital, look at opportunities and options that are out there. What I will say is that the PPP and IDLE was all fine and good. It was great marketing and all of that. Mm-hmm. We were finding a lot of banks that were doing just regular deals, 7A loans, 504 loans, direct yeah. financing. Um, I know, for example, Valley Bank, you know, you know, one of our good partners, you know, that's at, at Valley Bank, you know, they were doing a lot of loans for minority businesses and in the restaurant side of things. So the service industry and targeting minority populations. So there's other things that are going on too. And, you know, the state, I I happen to sit on this committee and we're putting together some policies for entrepreneurs zones. So these entrepreneur zones are going to be located in the opportunity zones that are already designated low to moderate income. And the majority of the population tend to be a little bit more in the minority population that's there. So it's a great opportunity. So women, minority, low to moderate income. And these opportunity zones are going to be offering some sort of incentives. And that's what we're working on right now. How do we help the businesses in our grassroots efforts, businesses in our backyard to help them nurture and grow? It's not about recruiting businesses to come. We want to help the businesses that are here to stay in business or to grow in business. So there's there's a lot of opportunities that are out there.
0: Wow. So I know I, I could cut to the chase and just say, what's your address? And all our <laughs> listeners will show up, <laughs> but we let to save that. Um, th- I guess the next logical question is how can business owners and even businesses that are just about to start, how can they position themselves financially to take advantage of? of these opportunities that you're talking about. Now, and a lot of these opportunities are to receive grants and loans. I also want to get into what opportunities there might be in industry sectors like uh, you know, in in the restaurant industry, in the travel and tourism industries uh, which are particularly important to the state of New Jersey. But let, let's start with let's start with the finance first. So, you know, you have a capital team. And so you talk about this a lot. What What are some of the, I guess, we can talk about some of the biggest mistakes that businesses make, you know, from a financial perspective, you know, to put themselves in a position where they can take advantage of these opportunities. But what, what do you think about that? And then what do they need to have in place?
1: Yeah. So, The interesting thing is that some of the pitfalls that we see a lot of businesses go is that they don't understand their financial situation. So they don't understand, they're not, um, you know, we talk about being fiscal literate, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding your financials, understanding your cash flow, understanding your P&Ls, understanding, you know, where's the leakage of your money going to? So if you're going to go to any lender, whether it's a grant or whether it's a bank, I wonder whether it's even angel VC or, or even if you're going to look at, you know, trying to do fundraising, such as, you know, the, you know, the um, online platforms. Yeah. Like peer-to-peer doing. or
0: Indiegogo or something. Yeah. And all yeah. of that.
1: You have to have your financials in order. You have to understand where you are today and where you want to be tomorrow. So, you know, there was, there was a funny comment. I, I, you know, had some people that were much younger that are be, being like, you know, Kelly, nobody needs a business plan anymore. Nobody looks at a business plan. Well, that's not true. Mm. So, you know, and I had to talk to this angel investor person and they were talking about, we don't want a business plan. Okay. You can call it whatever you want, but a business plan really is putting together your ideas on paper and understand your financial portfolio, mm-hmm. understanding again, where you are today. So if you're in business, what are your 3-year financials? Where's your past history and what are your 3-year projections? I don't ever suggest anybody do more than 3 years because the the market is so volatile and things change so much. It used to be 3 to 5 years, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. that's too far out there, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, so but but understanding where your money's going. We talk a lot about marketing. People mm-hmm. like put a dump a lot of money into marketing. They get digital specialists, they bring on these people. It's like, okay, well, what is your return on investment? So how much money you're investing into this and what are you getting back in return? How many dollars are you're investing in this digital marketing campaign and what is your return on investment? How many sales are you getting out of that? If yeah. you're not tracking that, then you're not doing your due diligence. And that's what I call leakage. So you don't know where the leakage is. You got to figure out how to plug that. So a lot of times people will come to us and like, we need money, we need money. The reality is, we sit down with them, understand their fiscal stability, understand Mm -hmm. where they're at. And once we get down to it, we guide them through the process of where they can cut costs and where they're not getting a return on investment. And the reality is, they don't even need funding. So it is very interesting. Financials are king, cash flow is king. I had an individual that basically said it's like cash flow is like, you know, oxygen and water. You yeah. can you can live without water for for a little bit, but you can't live without oxygen. So your cash flow is like your oxygen. If you don't have it, you're not going to survive. Right? And understanding.
0: So, and that's that leads me to uh, my next question, and that's about cash flow, because you know this this topic we're we're talking about how how to take advantage of opportunities, right? But in a in a volatile market. You have the natural disasters, the man-made disasters, the financial disasters.
1: Right, you got supply chain. You've got all this stuff. Right. right. Yeah.
0: It's so unpredictable. And so here you are, you, you are, you know, working with, you know, thousands of business owners in New Jersey and who have decisions to make. An opportunity usually requires an investment of capital. Now, if I invest that capital, but then all of a sudden, you know, my supply chain is delayed or inflation continues to go up and it drives down consumer demand and my second half financials, I've got to reset because my revenue is way off and my expenses are a lot higher. Suddenly, you could have a company that had a healthy cash flow. It's now behind the eight ball because they made this investment when, if they had done a little bit of homework, maybe they would have said, you know, that we'll have to wait till next year. So what do you you tell companies who have this healthy cash flow right now who see opportunity? Mm -hmm. And I guess it, it really depends on the situation, but is it rule of thumb, when in doubt, wait on an opportunity from a cash flow perspective?
1: So, if, are you talking investment side of things, of so where to to put your funds or, or to go for it? You know, well, like- yeah.
0: So, uh, no, no, I'm I'm talking about like investment opportunities in 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 terms of, oh, I could buy this piece of equipment for my company right now, and I'm going to get a sweetheart of a deal. But if you were to tell me that in three months, you know, my cash flow might dry up because you know we're going to see much higher levels of of uh, interest rates are going to be a lot higher, you know, hopefully inflation comes down, but if it doesn't, you know, it might drive consumer demand down. And all of a sudden I was projecting revenues of X and now it's really X minus 20, 25, 30%. Oh, and by the way, my, 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 my products, my goods for the fall are still stuck on some ship somewhere. And, and, and uh, you know, that I'm, I'm carrying all of my uh, my inventory on there that's already been paid for.
1: So there's a couple of things. So our rule of thumb that we always tell businesses is you need a minimal of six months to one year worth of reserves to get you through. So that's something to keep in mind, to, okay. to keep that.
0: Now, right? how many businesses have you met? Realistically, now- when you say reserves, does that include like uh, access to capital like a line of credit?
1: Yes okay yes, okay yes. so so a line of credit is actually an excellent way to have a reserve just in case, right because of with all that's going on here. so let's let's talk <clears throat> you know supply chain for example. we always tell people make sure you have a backup. make sure that wherever you're buying your product from let's just say you're getting it from China it's now not only doubled the price, it's probably tripled the price. So there's mm-hmm. one thing. And then two, it's taking, instead of 30 days to get it, it's taking 90 days to get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure.
1: always have a backup. And really look into domestically of, is there a vendor that you can actually look at? And yes, American vendors may may be a little bit more expensive, but at this point in time, if you're paying now triple what you used to pay for having it imported from overseas, it, are you really paying triple? It, yeah. you know, is it really that much more expensive than using somebody that you can get from Nevada, for example? You know, yeah. and It's a matter of trucking. Now prices are going up with the f- fuel costs and all that stuff. So, So again, have a plan A, B, and C with your, yep. your vendors. That's always the rule of thumb. And you're right. We tell people have six months to one year's worth of reserve. The, the amount of businesses that actually have the bandwidth to be able to do that is very small. We you count know.
0: them on, on two hands.
1: Oh, <laughs> very poquito, right? Poquito. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: the reality is, is that a lot of times people, you know, you got to cherry pick on what is going to be your priority. What is your most important Thing that you need to do today, you know, is it you need inventory, right? But you know, what is the demand? What is the need? And you've got to do your background check on it. And that's where again we can help with some of that with the research and the the R and D side of things. You know, just don't go in because I believe there's a demand or there's a need. Do your competitive analysis. Find out who's doing everything that you're doing. Look at your ring analysis. What is the circle? What is the geographic area that you want to focus on, or is it global? Right. And in that particular case, think about e-commerce and a website. You know, in a yeah. in a um, you know digital presence. Because if you don't have a digital presence, then you're going to be almost obsolete. Right. Perfect. So there again, there are things that you should be checking and making sure that you have. You do. You fully understand where you're going before you jump in with both feet.
0: So is this how the your New Jersey Small Business Development Centers is this how you help business owners like you kind of walk them through the opportunity you show them where the the potential pitfalls are where the opportunities are and there's a certain amount of accountability
1: Yeah so we'll help them with with the research side of things because data doesn't lie right so looking at trend analysis looking at the data that's behind whatever project they're looking to do or business that they're looking to do. I will say that competitive analysis is really important because who's doing the same thing that you're doing and how are they doing it? You could also look at that price point, right? So are you charging way more than other people are charging? And if they're charging a lot less, how? How are they doing that? You know, so you'd be very surprised, you know, especially if you're If you're not competing with somebody within New Jersey, a company outside of New Jersey might be very open to telling you their price points and their vendors and, you know, how they're making, you know, because you're not in competition with them. Right. So you'd be very surprised. But so let's say I want to open a flower shop um, and I want to open it in downtown, I don't know, Newark. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at opening, how many flower shops are in downtown Newark? How long have they been in business? Why are they going to go to you versus going to somebody that's been in business for 25 years? What are you going to do that's different than what they're doing? Is it a price point? Is it you sing while you deliver the flower? <laughs> so, you know, whatever it might be. Well, I'd, um, be,
0: I'd be grand opening, grand closing <laughs> if I was trying if I, if I to sing.
1: But do you know what I mean? What what, yeah. are, what makes you so much unique that you're going to bring client, you know, win their customers over to you, right? Yeah. What, what yeah. is the hook, you know, that you're going to get them? And again,
0: questions.
1: if you've got, you know, if you're your ring, hmm. I want to serve within a 30 mile radius, how many flower shops are within that 30 mile radius? Hmm. And then let's talk about other opportunities, collaboration. I love collaboration. And it's really important for businesses to be open to working with other businesses. If you're a flower shop, work with an event planner, work with a a bridal shop, work with, you know, a caterer, Mm -hmm. you know, package up, offer a discount to, to bundle, right. To, to work with other groups. There's so many opportunities out there and people don't think about this because they're like, I can do it on my own. I don't need help. Okay. Well, you're a singer, you you sing for weddings, or you sing in the church and choir and stuff. Okay, well, what about working with a event planner, or what about working with a flower shop that does wedding flowers? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, same local that, restaurant. That, that, that the go to is to be the wedding singer because I think of the movie, right? But
0: yeah, yeah. But,
1: but you know what I'm saying? It's like there's yeah. there's opportunities. You just have to be open minded to the possibility of. Of collaborating and working with others.
0: Well, and I think that's really where the uh, NJSBDCs help out because you're helping business owners to think of these ideas. Like you're sitting down with them, you're an extra set of ears and eyes, you know. And and you know, you've dealt with so many businesses in my area, in all of the counties in in New Jersey, uh, and and for our listeners, and this is a, a nationwide podcast. You know, there are opportunities to visit any of the SBDCs in your state. I highly, highly recommend that, that you take advantage of that in the next 30 days if you haven't been to one. Um, Just I think you're going to be blown away at the resources um, that the, the small business development centers have and the access to information like you talked about, the grants, the, the loan opportunities, because like the NJSBDC, other state small business development centers work with their, um, you know, fellow organizations, right? In in, in government and, and around the state. So it's just, it's an incredible resource that, that you need to take advantage of.
1: And one thing just as, as you learned as well, Every state is a little bit different and unique, and make Mm -hmm. sure that you're registered correctly with that state. Because you know, these these grant opportunities and funding opportunities through the state of New Jersey, and New Jersey's doing a lot. I don't know how the other states are, are are dealing and what they're offering and doing. I'm gonna suspect that probably other states are doing uh, resources like New Jersey is doing as well. However, if you're not properly registered and you could be in business for 25 years and find out that you never properly registered with the state, if you're not properly registered we can help you with that to make sure that you are guided correctly um, with your registration, because you're going to miss these opportunities. And believe me, there's there's plenty of them coming down. And I'm going to suspect in the next two years, there's even going to be more that, that are going to come down our way.
0: So just do it now. Put it on your to-do list, right? Call my local small business development center, go in, get an appointment, and think about this. I want you to think about, I, I, I can almost guarantee that finances are in your top, two, you know, things that keep you up at night. It might be, it might be employees or, you know, labor shortage, supply chain, it could be inflate, you know, well, it could be, you know, consumer demand, but I guarantee you that finances are probably in that, in that top two. So do do yourself a favor, just go see your local small business development center, you know, in New Jersey, it's njsbdc.com. And, and set up an appointment and talk about the things that are keeping you up at night. This is the probably the best way for you to deal with whatever obstacles are standing in front of you right now so that you can take advantage of the opportunities that you learn from your local small business development centers. Remember, this is what the whole podcast was about, right? Uncovering opportunities. Well, there are resources that can help you find them so just take advantage of them and they're free. All right. So we're we're kind of in the home stretch and and this always happens Kelly whether it's the not so small business podcast that we do on njsbdc.com or this before you know it you know we've we've kind of come to that, that that witching hour. So I've got my last question for you and that is take out your your crystal ball, your 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 magic eight ball and what advice would you give to business owners today that would help them um, uncover some of the opportunities that we discussed? I, you know, clearly go in and see the NJSBDC, right, is one. But, but what advice, what, what other advice would you give? Is it have all their ducks in a row?
1: So my biggest advice and what I see that businesses are, people are afraid to ask for help. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with asking for help. And that is the whole reason why we're here. You know, the the old saying is like, yes, we truly are from the government. We really are here to help you. Well, it is the case with us because our our consulting, our one-on-one consulting is all at no cost. Bounce some ideas off of us. Even if you have the craziest idea that you think you may want to do before you jump into it, have a conversation with us because we can pull some research for you. We can pull data, we can pull trends, we can we can pull information that's going to help you. So my biggest recommendation is leave your ego at the door, ask for help there's absolutely nothing wrong with asking for help and we have the skill sets to be able to provide the right resources and we may say to you, wow, This sounds like you get everything taken care of, and you're right on the right path, and you know all of that stuff. It's confirmation, it's affirmation that you're you're moving in the right direction. We will never tell you you should or shouldn't do anything. What we will tell you is that there's data that will support this. We may say you may consider and look at this as an alternative, you know. But we're never gonna. There's no bad idea that that are out there. I mean, and some of the craziest concepts and ideas have been the most successful businesses that right so my crystal ball in in my my advice to people is there is there's nothing wrong with asking for help and there is resources out there and there is help out there and you just have to reach out we don't know what we don't know right Mm -hmm. so we don't know that you're in dire needs or you you need help along this path Um, we do try to get people before they leap Mm-hmm. Um, help them with their data help them make the best business decision that they possibly can make mm-hmm. and again we bring skill set of individuals based on the demands of the businesses and based on what we've heard from our our businesses and the needs that, that are out there so we have lots of skills that are out there both on financial and marketing and procurement and sales and whatever it might be tech whatever it may be we we've got we've got somebody that can help you along your pathway
0: all right. So now I'm going to ask you the question that I, I said at the very beginning of the show. How can people get in touch with you? <laughs> Don't give not me, me
1: home, not your not your home
0: address, but yeah. so, all right.
1: Brian Moran lives <laughs> at yeah. Yeah. No. No. NjsBdC.com. Right. Njsbdc.com. We've got webinars that we have online that we've done that are recorded. We've got resources that are on. We have links sign up for our newsletter. We have an amazing newsletter that includes all the information that we put out, but also our partnering information as well. We put grant opportunities, we put funding opportunities, we put any new program that's coming down the pipeline to make sure that people are aware of it. So we do have a newsletter that goes out once a month. So, So sign up for that because it's great information.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. And as a business owner who resides in New Jersey, I personally have used it and benefited from it. And of course, you know, regardless of, of what state you're in, in, in the United States, you know, check out your local small business development center. I would say look at NJSBDC as kind of like the standard for uh, uh you know resources that are available to you, and the content that they have on the site is applicable for anyone anywhere, for the most part. Obviously, some of it's you know catered to New Jersey uh, businesses, but you you can you can look at a lot of their content regardless whether you're in California or New Mexico or Maine. You know, it's it's great content, so check it out. To so uh, make sure,
1: just just one last thing is that every state has an SPC. Mm -hmm. Uh, California's got, has uh, four of them in uh, Texas. No, six of them in in, uh, Texas has got four of them. So because of the large side of them, but it's where the business is located. So you may live in New Jersey, but you're going to open a business in New York. You would go to the New York SBDC, but just know that no matter who you contact, we can get you to the right resource.
0: Love it. All right. So you've been advised. Uh, businesses, and those looking to start a business, reach out. If the biggest fear is telling somebody else about your biggest fear, that's an obstacle you can overcome, and it will get you to the opportunities. Kelly Rosna, New Jersey State Small Business Development Center Director, thank you very much for your time today.
1: Thanks we, for having
0: we, me. We certainly, we appreciate it. And I also want to thank the sponsor of our show today, Plastic. If you want to learn more about their offering, Plastic, and how they can help your company with cash flow issues, you can visit them at www.plastic, that's P-L-A-S-T-I-Q.com. And uh, I'm Brian Moran, and why don't you join us next week for another edition of the Small Business Edge podcast. Thanks, everybody. And keep those suggestions and the feedback coming. We appreciate all of it, even those virtual tomatoes. <laughs> all right. Take care. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.